You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, none other than the man himself, Mr. Monster Deface. What's going on, buddy? How are you doing? What's up, people? Middle of the week. Sorry that we're coming to you guys a little later than usual. I know we're like uh, about a day off, but you know, the week's been crazy, man. It's been such a crazy week for me. It has been. And then, and, you know, we go through times like this where like, uh, I think a few weeks ago we recorded randomly like on a Tuesday and I was like, maybe we should always do Tuesdays since Tuesdays work. And then of course our schedules don't accommodate that. So then we're back to, you know, maybe Sundays and we're like, no, no, maybe back to Mondays. And now here we are Wednesdays and we get this huge update that comes out today. I'm like, Maybe Wednesdays are a better day for us. <laughs> so although we will bring you an episode every week, we just don't know if it's going to come to you between Sunday and Thursday. But we'll promise you, you'll have an episode somewhere in the middle of that. 100%. Uh, and, I, you know, honestly, it works out. because We have more content to talk about today. Because, it's true. you know, we were a day late. So, hey, it all, it all lined up for us, boys. A day late and a dollar short today is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Not a bad thing at all. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it here. We have a, a, a little bit of a drama thing happening, Monster. Let's, let's just let's go ahead and get off the table. Yeah. The big thorn right now in the Fortnite community, Tifu and Cloaksy look like they're breaking up. 72 hours, maybe the third party caught in the middle here. I mean, dude, what, what, what is happening? What is going on? Man, it's such a weird situation, right? When people that you know that you would think would never, ever have drama with one another, find themselves in some kind of issue. And just to give you guys a little bit of context of what kind of happened, what transpired uh, over the last week or so, um, Tifu, Cloaksy, and 72 Hours were a trio. They qualified for the finals for FNCS. And, you know, naturally, just because you qualify or just because you're, you know, you're, you're, you know you're going to make it to the finals doesn't mean you can slack off, right? A real competitor... You're going to want to practice every weekend because you should. You should be on top of your game. And that's at least that's what Tifu thought. Tifu thought that that's where they were. They were going to be serious on that grind. So long story short, like I said, uh, an opportunity presented itself for Closey and 72 and Tifu to play a sponsored game. But there wasn't a level of transparency. Tifu turned down the sponsorship, losing out on over $100,000. Right, guys? We're talking a lot of money for Tifu. And Closey and 72 accepted sponsor for the weekend so in tifu's mind he's thinking no way dude i'm practicing this week we're about to you know clap these trios let's get this practice in and closely in 72 bind they're like oh snap we're making money let's go do that but they didn't tell tifu and because of that tifu lost out on big money big sponsorship and then didn't have obviously his team to practice with and to him that was a bit unforgivable because i guess there was no apology given right afterwards there's no compensation is pretty much just kind of how he put it on stream. He said, Hey, if Closey wants to pay me the 140 K I missed out on, then we could be cool. If not, then I want to hear nothing. Here's the quote. Actually, it says, he said, so now I'm out over $140,000 because I thought we were going to practice and now I'm here. So if they want to pay me the money that I lost, then I'm down. But other than that, I don't really F with them. Exactly. So, that is that's some big drama and this is a question i got on on stream recently what do i think about it i didn't really get to jump into detail but hey man honestly i'm a i'm a i'm on tifu side with this one but you, you gotta you gotta keep it real with yourself 
ultimately, you got to respect Tifu for being serious as a competitor and putting that kind of responsibility first. But again, it could have this could have all been avoided had his boys just like told him, right? Like, I, how, I, wonder, how, I wonder to what level of communication was going on. Like, did he tell them, hey, I got this offer. Should I accept it? And they were like, oh, man, we got to practice. And so he didn't. Or did he just... Nolan Void declined it because he thought they were going to practice. Yeah, 100%. And they, I'm pretty and they, sure it was just more like... Right, and they failed to, to tell him we aren't going to practice. Exactly. I'm pretty sure it came to him and he just shot it down right away. Like, Because you can imagine, as being Tifu, he probably gets a number of opportunities, you know, sponsorships, etc. Yeah, 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 Everyone yeah, wants sure. him, right? Um, but yeah, I could, I could only assume he turned down and then they said yes. So they, they took the bait and that's how all the drama started. So... Um, yeah, man, I, I got to side with Tifo on this one, though. He, I, he wanted to practice. His boys were kind of, you know, I not get, as I get it. I get it completely. I actually, I mean, I kind of understand both sides for sure. I mean, yeah. I understand why he would be upset. I also understand, like, why, I mean, if somebody offered I mean, me money. I mean, I wouldn't turn down $100,000. Here's the thing, Bosser. <laughs> here's the thing. If me and you know we're going to record the podcast, which this would not be the case because we don't, like I said a moment ago, we don't have a set date. But if I knew we we're going to record the podcast every single Sunday, and then one time somebody says to you, Monster, like, hey, Monster, we need you to stream this game uh, between three, uh, 1 o'clock and 6 p.m., which is the time we're going to do the podcast, you know, in between, in between that time. And you're like, yeah, absolutely, I do it. And you do it, and you don't tell me, and you're like, I'm like waiting for you to podcast, and I see you're streaming. I'm like, oh, dude, you're not coming? Then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, cool. I don't care. Like, you made money. No, I'll, I I'll agree. Fix it. I agree. But the difference is... If they came to you and were like, yo, Troy, here's 100K, and then they came to me, hey, Monster, here's 100K, I said yes, and you stick to your, to your, uh, there's a word for this, but guys. That, guys. Commitment, this is- right? Like your commitment, your word, right. your, your, goes, obligation, your obligation, your yeah, obligation. Your obligations, right? And you just be like, nah, man, I can't because I know Monster's waiting for me. I can't do this. So I think for him, it just like hurt, right? It hurt his, his feelings and uh, maybe a little bit of his, of his pride. Right. Because he he had an idea of what he thought, you know, how serious this was. And then they were on a different wavelength. Yeah. No, I mean. I understand it. Look, one hundred forty thousand dollars is a ton of money. Like that's yeah. a ton of money to lose. Well, it, um, it depends who you asked here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's, it means more to me than it does, you know, a multimillionaire. Right. Mark Cuban, one hundred forty thousand dollars doesn't mean as much to him as it does to me. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, the the reality of it is, it is money. He lost out on an opportunity to make some money for probably a pretty simple cause, right? I would imagine. Hey, if you can play our game for an hour or two hours or three hours, whatever it is, for you know, for one hundred forty thousand dollars, I think most people would jump on that. Even people that make a lot of money. So, I'm. I mean, I get, I get both sides of it, but I, I also, I'm just, I'm more curious to what the communication was like. I feel like if you're in this game of a content creator, you're not on the team. Like these guys technically aren't, you know, on an organization together. Um, You know, like it's almost like you both know you're kind of, you know, kind of living for yourself, right? You're trying to push your career, your brand forward. You're trying to grow your name. So you're going to take any opportunity that comes to you because Tifu decided to give it up. And this is where I kind of side with Cloaksy is, if Tifu decided to give that up because he thought practice was more important to him, like, then that's what practice is worth to him. But to me, it was worth a lot more, right? Like, like I, I, I don't value my practice at $140,000. I value this at $140,000. I'm doing this. I don't really 
feel like, you know, I have to get his approval to do it. No, I, I agree. I agree. Like I said, I want to take the money. We're, let's, let's, not, let's not get past that, guys. That, 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 you take that deal. Um, but I think where, what it comes down for Tifu specifically here is it's the pride thing, man. When, when you, you know, you thought... Well, let me play, you know, let me play devil's advocate is because it's like, hey, and, and get me let, me. let me just preface this. I have met Tifu personally. I've met Cloxy personally. Both of them are great individuals and neither one of them have I ever had a, a negative feeling towards or do I think they would be complete D-wads, okay? So I'll state that, but I'm just saying, is, could this be a preface of maybe some people saying, hey, Tifu thinks he's bigger than he is. Like, this just shows, like, you think you're hot stuff. You want your friends to pay you because you didn't take a deal. Like, is this a little bit of, like, a, uh, what do you call it? A, um, uh, like, I don't know, almost some self-awareness for Tifu. Like, oh, wait a second, maybe I'm not you know what everybody doesn't want to play with me every second of my life oh that's i mean that's a good question or a good way to put it too right it, it could be like a wake-up call it could be maybe a little bit of a you know humble yourself kind of situation right where maybe you just gotta take a step back man um i totally see that angle uh but i don't, I don't think that's going on here well with that said it brings up the fact that basically Tifu has said he's looking for a trio, right? Yep. Um, his the question I have for you is: Is there a better trio he can have than Cloxy number one? No matter what the drama is, uh, somebody he plays with, they know each other as well as they do. They've had as much success as they've had together, proven that they have the teamwork and the chemistry that will get you to the next level. He's throwing that away for an opportunity. You know, sure, he lost one hundred forty thousand, but he could be potentially be throwing away millions by not having this trio um what is what's your take on there is it really an, an option should he be reacting this way looking for new people i think i think they just kind of got to get over it and you know power over this hump it, it's it's really like uh, what do they call it champagne problems these are some champagne problems right here man if you really think about it right? like who's true dude yeah. come on man you guys are bickering if we're over friends and you make me lose $140,000, I'm not your friend yeah, anymore, okay? Yeah, right, we're no right. lo- you're no longer living in the same house as me. We are no longer friends. So we are talking about some champagne drama here, guys. <laughs> we get it. Um, so yeah, I think they should get over it and uh, get on with the practice. To answer your question, though, can he find a better teammate, a better team in such a short period of time? Probably not. Uh, they've done exceptionally well with one another over the years. They've you know, learn each other's play styles. It'd be hard to say that they don't know one another at this point, um, just on a personal level and on a game level, right? So that that is way more valuable than, you know, anything else. Uh, friendship, I think, is important to try and keep throughout the years. So, um, you know, hopefully they do get over it. I think they will get over it eventually. Uh, for now, though, you know, champagne, champagne anger, we call it that. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of relationships you can look through in history that you you know a lot of people admire. They look at, and they love. Oh yeah, uh, and this is a relationship that a lot of the Fortnite community loves. They hate to see it broken apart. Would it? I mean, what about those that are saying it's Tom's fault? Tom stepped into the the, the fold here. He's caused some confusion. He's talking in Cloaksy's ear. You know, what, you know, get away from Tifu. What, what, what do you, what do you think about all that chatter? Is that legit? Is Tom over the, here the causing the drama? That, yeah, the conspiracy that seventy two is looking to overthrow 
you know, Tifu's place and steal Cloaksy. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't I don't feed that deep into the uh to the nonsense per se. Um anything's possible, but I don't <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't see you know someone going that far. I don't I don't think he, you know, he's that sinister, right? So give me tell that. me if I'm wrong here. Do Tifu and Cloaksy they live together right now, right? Um, I think they were at one point. Uh, if I had to guess, I thought why sure all this was going on, they actually no, were no, living no, together. It, well, they were on and off. Yeah, traveling. He was competing at Closey's house for a while because wow. the superior internet and connection and stuff. So that's what I mean by like he was taking it very seriously. Uh, just beyond just you know playing and committing time, he was there because he wanted the best odds possible. Um, whether it be communication and playing, you know, with one another or just getting the better service. So he was he was so, sacrificing. The last thing about this whole ordeal is it brings up the question of the separation between competitive and content creators, right? Uh, we've kind of seen this mold over this past year where you have some great competitors that are also great content creators, aka Cloaksy and Tifu. But we have also seen it seems like their skill level of success has definitely come down, right? Tifu not really having any showing at all at the at the Fortnite World Cup. Cloaksy not even making the cut. And coming off the high that they had at TwitchCon last year, four hundred thousand, you know, dollar winners each. Like it's just unbelievable, right? And now they're 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 having this drama. And it it raises the question, can content creators be professional esports athletes? Can you I, keep the I two? I really separate? think they could. I believe they could. Uh, but there is a fine line between, you know, working hard and, and playing hard, right? You got to work hard, play hard. Uh, and the play part to me is, you know, being goofy, slacking off on scrimming, et cetera. I think people like Mongrel and Mitral do a great job. They have exceptional fun content to watch because they're just wild and reckless. But they do nothing but play competitive games. You don't see Mongrel streaming, you know, like, squad pubs for fun trying to pub stomp his his viewers or streams like no right. he is in scrims round clock you know and that's his content um so yeah his focus might waver a little when he's live but for the most part they're still top trio in the world um i think almost every single weekend so far uh, throughout this fncs championship series um so there there is there's a fine line between being a content creator and being a competitive player uh but when you have someone like you know tifu cloaksy 72 yeah they all compete but they do way more you know kind of like live like more of like a party travel lifestyle and yeah, or, I mean, because that's where know, the money's at the right party. like that's yeah. where the money's at so i and, and and that's the tough part that i keep running into is like you get these guys who have great skill they initially get highlighted because of their skill level uh almost everybody you can think of at, at the big end of fortnite even when you talk about ninja right and yep. lupo like it was their skill level at first that caught everybody's eye, the fun that they had, the content they were creating. Um, and, you know, they're not professional players. Um, well, I mean, Ninja definitely wants to be. Uh, I think Tyler's definitely working towards that. He's still pursuing that. But, uh, you know, Ben's never said he wanted to do that, right? He, Dr. Luber's yeah. never said he wanted to be a professional athlete. He loves, uh, I think, the content side of it more. But that content side brings all the money. And so when you have this money start influencing these younger kids that are like, I can go grab 140 grand real quick by playing this game for a couple of days. And, you know, those couple of days could be leading up to a tournament. And depending on when this stuff drops, it can be 
uh, uh, you know, create a lot of turmoil within teams. And this isn't the first time we've seen people have head-to-head battles. I mean, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that is happening in this industry and half have happened that we're hearing about now. I'm mean, seeing some things that have happened in Optic as it was getting sold in Mortals and all that that we've heard about where money has influenced people's decisions to go a different direction in this industry. Uh, or yeah, to make I, you, another can't, you can't blame the competitive player for building content per se because that's how you build brand that's how you go beyond your org that's how you continue to grow so you know think about uh, i'll use mongrel as another example he was on team secret he was kind of like trapped in a you know a tight box he was like a big monster in a tight box right his his competitive you know prowess on the scene kept him on everyone's radar team secret wasn't doing so much for him right he gets picked up by FaZe. Suddenly, like now he's a billboard poster child. He's he's in America. He's traveling now. He's he's doing the content side of things uh, more so than he did before. Will this, you know, negatively impact his competitive uh performances? Probably. But in the long run, this is gonna pay off for him. So I think as long as the players, you know, check their egos and understand what they're pursuing and keep it transparent with themselves, then they should be okay because they they understand where their their lining is and what their focus kind of influences i think career. that's the toughest part of this industry right now is when you're young especially right um learning how to teeter-totter that line right yeah. if you are trying to be a pro and you're trying to also create content uh which is really you know it's the main focus if you see a lot of these cod players who do make some of the best money in the industry in the esports consistent money should i say in the industry on esports in and what they've done is they also most of them also create content right they're playing blackout when they're not playing multiplayer call of duty um and so it is it is a line they've had to learn and i think that's one of the toughest things to learn when you are a pro player is how much do i do content versus how much do i dedicate to playing and uh you can see it causes $140,000 friendships to fall apart sometimes and uh, and be blown up yeah, in front pain, of our eyes pain. so uh, you know, that's a lot of crazy stuff. It, uh, there's a lot of changes happening in the pro scene. Teams going everywhere. Triples has, I mean, Trios has literally thrown a, a, a rocket in the bucket per se, right? It just has just firecrackers going off. Everybody's moving everywhere. Everybody's switching partners, changing. I think Saul mentioned a few weeks ago. But on top of all of that, we also have something else that's changing, which is this new map inversion 10.3 patch that happened today. Monster, give us the rundown, man. What the heck is Moisty Palms? What the heck is Greasy Grove? Now, let's go through this. Why don't you start me off? You're one of your favorite places, Moisty Meyer. Yeah, so Moisty Meyer slash Paradise Palms just hit a fusion point on the Fortnite world map. If you guys haven't got to jump in, they have now created Moisty Palms with a twist. This rip zone has been affected by the prop hunt. So if you crouch in that area, you'll be transformed into a random item or object. And your uh, bullet intake is dependent on the structure or the shape of the object. So if you're a big car, that's your hitbox. You're so easy to get shot. So make sure you turn into the the, the small lamps and stuff like that. But it. uh, it's a lot of fun. It's also kind of frustrating. I didn't realize how much I crouched in PvP until you go there and you suddenly transform on action. <laughs> you're on your ramp and you just you just uh go ahead and uh, can you build there by the way do you know yeah it's all build uh both sides you can build on so you can't yeah, crouch like, and become like a said, car crouch yeah so yeah. even peeking gets weird you know getting on the builds you're just transforming it gets really awkward um it's a lot of fun my favorite place is though greasy grove has finally you know gone through its melting phase and it's been revealed again so 
Good to see Greasy Grove. Again, another twist here. Instead of the burger theme that it once had, no more Dur Burger. It's now Taco Shop. So the tacos have flooded. And every 30 seconds to a minute or so, um, the storm of tacos come down. And it forces all the players in the range, in the vicinity, to begin dancing as if you were under a boogie effect. Um, <laughs> while that's happening, you cannot take damage. You move pretty fast. And your, uh, your health regenerates. So another weird twist. I, I at first thought the taco place was going to be... Uh, Greasy Grove was going to be completely trash. No one wants to get hit by a boogie. But after playing it, it's a lot of fun. It's actually a lot of fun. It's very fast-paced, too, because if you eat a taco, you undergo not only a health buff, but jalapeno buff. So you get the speed boost. So it's like intense action in there, and you move really quick. And it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, they're spicy tacos that will rain spicy down tacos. from the sky, it says. Their smell is so overwhelming appetizing that players in the zone can't help but dance. Spiky, spicy tacos can be consumed for 10 effective health, some of a player's health plus shield, and temporarily increase in movement speed, 40% increase for 20 seconds. The spicy taco, sp- spicy tacos don't last long. Grab them before they expire. Yeah, so when, when the shower of tacos rains down and everyone begins dancing, after <gasps> the kind of the dance festivities are over, the tacos are, you know, littered all over the place so you can pick them up, eat them. And again, you get that speed boost and stuff. So it's a lot of fun to fight there. Uh, at, again, reading the patch notes, I was like, dude, what is this? This sucks. Like, what's that? what happened to Greasy? But then playing, I was like, hey, okay, this is, this is a lot of fun. So, you know, hats off to Epic again, making a crazy content, uh, you know, addition to the game that no one expected. That is a lot of fun, but not necessarily on the competitive tip of things. So I know for you tryhards out there, you know, you can be salty, but it is, it is fun. You, you gotta, know, I, I, I feel it. like I'm finding the happy medium and how I feel about the game sometimes, right? Like you get patches like this and you're like, okay, if I want to play competitive, I'll go maybe play like my creative, I'll go play some Storm Wars, whatever. And if I just want to have fun in Fortnite, I just play regular Battle Royale, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that, or, or arenas, right? I go play arenas if I want to play a little more sweaty, but like, this is so fun, right? This creates so much content. It's like, you know, you and Nick and, and, and Sancho, you know, having fun playing this. Like, I can't wait to see what happens this week with you guys, right? Like, yeah. th- this, this, this is fun stuff. And I mean, from your content creator side, like, how, how, do you, how excited do you get when stuff like this comes out? I mean, it's so easy to get really good clips. It's just, it's just easy. It makes, it does make our job as content creators easier. It makes my job as a professional commentator harder. Right. But you know, again, that's the, uh, that's the fine thin line we're walking on here, right? You got to be able to spit out what type of uh, prop they are really quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it can get pretty weird to kind of spin the story and make it sound serious, right? When you're under the competitive tones. Hey Epic, if you're listening, please put all the casters up together and have them switch into props as fast as possible and say it. Who can say it first? That would be awesome. I want to see all the casters do that, play a prop game. And as they're ducking down and keep going, try to cast the name of the person as fast as possible. What object they are. That would be incredible. That's how crazy it could get for us. But uh, from the content perspective, it's fun. It's cool, man. I got to play it, and I'm looking forward to doing some more of it later on after we're done recording here. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, some of the other things, community choice. Players will get to vote on their what features in the item shop. The first community vote starts this week. For more information about community choice, check out our blog post. I have a blog post there. You can check out all the notes at epicgames.com slash Fortnite if you want to see all the notes for all the updates. Uh, there's been some animation stuff, some performance stuff, audio changes, all kinds of things happening. 
Mosser, one of the things I wanted to bring up that you have a not to see when you're going through, and I wanted to point out to everybody else as well, uh, not only are hero and villains coming to creative mode, but I'm a fan of creative mode, as I've said a few times, but I thought this one caught my eye. It says, class devices, a highly configurable set of devices that allow you to create your own player classes with unique traits. Now, I'm not sure what all that includes exactly. I'm not sure what all that means, except for more freaking options in creative mode for different types of games for people to blow my mind with what they create in this community. And that's what excites me about this. I think lately the creative team on Fortnite has been doing a great job bringing in features. There's still, you know, a lot of things that people want that haven't quite hit the radar, but the whole like uh, being able to keep the game on night mode and add like flashlights and the way that the new spawning systems work, it really helps elevate the entire atmosphere of creative, whether it be, you know, a Zone Wars map or the new mini Battle Royale maps that are appearing everywhere now. And now with the class system, again, we're going to get another wave of just really fun twist on the Fortnite world. Okay, let me, let me read these to you. So if you keep scrolling down under devices in the update, it actually says added class des uh, designer device, right? And these are just some of the random options are on here. And there's so many, I, it, it would literally probably take me five minutes to read all of these. So I'm just going to grab a couple of them. But like jump fatigue, you can change that. Gravity, mm. fall damage, keep resources when eliminated, right? Infinite ammo, glider redeploy, allowing building time, change building time, respawn time, wood granted on elimination, stone granted on elimination, like all, all the materials grant elimination. Those, those like, would be properties given to said player if they were to create a class. So yeah. think about how much flex you could put in there. You can create a team of five versus five, let's just say, and one person can be the only guy that can build, making him the builder. The other guy can be the one with unlimited ammo. And then someone else can like be the harvester or something crazy like that. But those are kind of the cool tweaks you can do. And dude, it's like these kind of things are what make the Unreal Engine like so OP for Fortnite. And the fact that they're they're kind of open sourcing it, right? Like as time goes on, they're making it more and more flexible. It's like introducing everyone to open source. Dude, you can add a new HUD and text options to the That's ball crazy. to the ball spawner device as well. Like they, this is, this is huge. Like I, I remember you said before we jumped on here, it's like one of the biggest updates we've got in a long time, not just from the map, what yeah. they put into this game, dude, this is insane. Absolutely. Yeah. This update as a whole is pretty big. Uh, we didn't even talk about the compact SMG coming back, but that's another game changer. So they put away the burst SMG and brought back the compact SMG. Wow. So another, another big weapon, you know, added to the game. I think the weapon pool right now, the, the, Item pool, weapon pool, yeah, is so good in Fortnite. So it's it's at a crazy good place. Without the shockwaves, it'd be like near perfect. You don't like the shockwaves, huh? They are too strong. There was a time when Fortnite players weren't as good as they are now, and shockwaves were fine. But now everyone's just so smart and they know how to use them. They're extremely disruptive to end game and taking high ground and all that kind of stuff. What if they just, just brought back impulses, like regular impulses? I think they should totally bring back impulses. Players are good enough to know how to use them or change the shockwave so that they only break the first structure or like first two structures, but not like four or five all the way to the top, you know? I got That's you. the problem with them. They break everything. I got you. I got you. No, it makes sense. Well, I mean, tons of stuff happening. Oh, not to mention Brute's disabled right now. Enjoy, fam. Fortnite mm -hmm. family, everyone around the world screaming, yay, right now as they listen to this, clapping. 
somebody just turned their car around uh, back going back home to actually play the game they haven't played in like a week because they're like oh wait brutes are gone i'm going back home i'm gonna go play real quick <laughs> but a lot of fun stuff a lot of stuff happening a lot of content man i can't wait to dive in can't wait to see what all you come up with this week uh, as you stream the game and uh you know these these fun modes man greasy grove i'm so glad you're you're back baby i miss you so glad you're back i can't wait to go land there and get me some tacos definitely definitely be dancing my way there on some taco tuesdays pretty soon well without further ado guys thank you so much we hope you guys enjoyed the show we got to get out of here it's been a crazy week for us been a crazy day but i hope you guys did enjoy our our conversation today thanks so much for sticking around shoot us a review on itunes leave us a comment on podbean send all your complaints directly to monster at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show, what we can do better so that you like listening to us better every every single week. You can follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast, myself, Too Loud TX, the number two, and L O U D T X, and then Monster D Face, M O N S T E R, letter D F A A C E. And Monster, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. Yep. As always, guys, find me on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, you made it this far. Thank you so very much. Drop that like, leave a comment, buddy. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys throughout the week on Twitch. This weekend is Community Games. You brought back Saturday Community Games. They were a blast last weekend. So come on over, hang out with us, and let's play, guys. Let's play some. Let's play some creative, man. Yeah, play some creative. Get crazy with it, man. I have been having so much fun with creative. So much yeah. fun. We we need to do like a community creative night one night, maybe. Maybe we should do that with the Patreons one night. Anyways, oh, yeah. oh, by the way, if you're a Patreon and you made it this far, because I know most of you probably did, because you're amazing, by the way. Hey, don't forget, the video's up on Patreon, so go see it. Go check it out. Your name's on there. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Peace.